Hey guys, welcome to another episode of This Is Marriage, the podcast where Podcat has his tiny little butthole in my face. And his cute little face in my butthole. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) His cute little face in my drink. Get out. Evidently our Podcat is an alcoholic. (laughs) Seems to... I guess it does run in the family. Yes. I looked over after I had made drinks before we came downstairs into our studio mm-hmm. and little podcat was just lapping up yeah. Porter's whiskey. Thanks, podcat. You're killing my buzz, man. <laughs> the cat who drinks whiskey and eats dog food. Yeah. And drinks water out of the sink. He's a weirdo. Well, this was a less shitty opening than we've had in the past. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for... I refrained. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for those of you who don't know what you're listening to, you're listening to another episode of This Is Marriage podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. Oh, you let me do the introduction that time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is episode nine. God damn it. Turn your phone off. <laughs> episode. 19? 20. I don't think it's 20. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Who gives uh, a shit? Um, let me look it up on the old interwebs. But yeah, we uh, we've been doing this for a couple couple months now. Um, this is the podcast for. It is twenty. Twenty. I was planning on like having like a big thing, like we made it twenty episodes, like five <laughs> and months. Our twentieth episode is a day late. A and day late. Short. Book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. How would you describe our podcast, Ash? Who is this podcast for? Everybody. For everybody. Yeah. What if you're not in a relationship? Can you still listen? Hey. Can you still breathe air? Yeah. What Do you, you still have, have a sense of humor? <laughs> yeah. Even if, if you don't, we will teach you one. <laughs> we'll teach you one. <laughs> Even if you don't have kids? Yeah. This oh. might, like, if you're on the fence, we just might give you a, a shove one way or the other. <laughs> Probably either, the other. <laughs> you're either going to say, wow, I can't wait to uh, inconvenience my life like they and have. Turn, turn things upside down. Or you're going to be like, well... Guess I'm never having kids. Yep. Off to get scissored. <laughs> I mean, not like... <laughs> I meant like cut, you know, I know snipped. what you meant. <laughs> Tubes tied, whatever. Um, yeah, we don't need to be correct here in our in our talk about birth control. <laughs> um, we're, we're off to a rocky start here. Speaking every episode every is off to a rocky, rocky start. start. This Speaking is a of... Uh, of show offspring the uh you know stu- children not the band um we have had a rough rough go with our little one for the past couple of weeks we think he's teething in the back and or like the side yeah or the sides and it's kind of mellowed out a little bit last day or two and he's finally back to sleeping through the night again but holy shit well, he has once yeah well i guess last night mm-hmm we had a couple Twice. weeks where we had one night where he was up literally all night long. Yeah. Just that was awful. Doing his thing. And yeah. He's in like a good mood though for mm-hmm. the most part. It's not like Except the horror night. stories. No, that's what I mean. Like he's not like. Oh, he's not laying down on the ground just like screaming. Yeah. No, he's just up around. Yeah. He's not like these horror stories you hear of babies up all night teething. So. Yeah. So that's been going on for us. And and we've got another year or two left of that. Mm-hmm. Yay, and then we'll start kidding. a second kid. <laughs> and just start the whole... 
<sighs> goddamn process all over again. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, another couple years. As soon as he's done, we'll have another couple years of diapers and another couple years of teething, and we'll just he could start over. Get teeth until I think they said like two or three is yeah. how long baby's teeth. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Me too. That combined with the terrible ones, twos, and threes will be just fucking fantastic. I hope baby number two just comes out with a full mouth of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like big teeth, like <laughs> like Halloween teeth. They can all like, be little Like the way chicklets. the family guy make fun of the British teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're that straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, My nipples will be raw oh, and yeah. just like chewed up it'd be like having a horse eat them (laughs) but i mean baby number two my nipples there's nothing left to salvage so if baby comes out with a full mouth of teeth then meh i mean you've i've chewed on them and you lasted this long so (laughs) god that's a visual (laughs) chew like gum (laughs) no like yeah oh yeah i thought you meant like gum like people who do no chewing without teeth okay um (laughs) i get it yeah what else, Ash? Anything else? We're we're coming up. My birthday is if you're listening to this on Wednesday, my birthday is in four days. You could just say my birthday's on Saturday because But the, what if they listen to this after Saturday? Then they'll be like, what? We can't cater to every audience. We just have to cater <laughs> to the people who are listening to us right here yeah. and right now. So Kyle, my birthday is on Saturday. <laughs> sure didn't do that. <laughs> um Big Three Seven. Yeah. And I'm not totally thrilled about it. Which is weird. That I'm not thrilled about my birthday? Because You're the only person, like, the only adult I know, <laughs> well, you and your mom, but that it gets, like, genuinely excited about a birthday. But I don't feel like you were this mopey about your birthday last year. Yeah, I don't know. Which I'm saying it's weird because it's not like this. I honestly couldn't tell you what we did for my birthday last year. Uh, I was pregnant. Really fucking pregnant. Um... But it's not like this big milestone birthday. Like, oh my god, I'm 40. I think I'll be more excited for 40. That's weird. 37 is just like, just a shitty birthday. Why? I don't know. I just, it's like 26. Like, who gives a shit? I liked turning 26. It's because it was like last year. <laughs> it was three years ago. Okay. Um. Yeah, so anyway, birthday next week, or this week, fuck, Saturday. Yes. Um, for those of you who are listening to this sometime in the future, that's on the 22nd of September. So just, so you can like message me like birthday greetings and things like that in the future. Mail him like Amazon gift cards. Yeah. I'll put my wish list up see (laughs) see what happens. (laughs) Um, like a webcam chick. I'll just put my, my wish list up and hope that people like just send me shit. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that. In addition to like being paid, like they'll just be like, my wish list is up, and then people can go online and Amazon and just buy shit and have it shipped to their house. That would be the perfect job, is being like a web, what's it called, a web cam cam chick. Yeah, not the kind that gets naked, but the kind that just like does random stupid stuff. Yeah, your chair squeaky. I'm sorry. Like it was a shitty buy. Fuck you, Wayfair. I could have told you that. You should have told me that. I. What am I supposed to say? Hey, that chair you already bought without consulting me is stupid. <laughs> I like the color. It's a good color. I like the yellow. Yeah, I didn't mean stupid. I just... Your chair is stupid. Anyway. 
But yeah, that's like the perfect gig. You just sit there and film yourself like. What would you film yourself like eating? I don't know. There's, it's opening toys. Ooh, I bet you'd have a ton of guys watch you open toys. You're hot. What kind of toys are you talking about? That sounds sexual. No, like little kids' toys, like G.I. Joe's. I mean, I guess that's not a thing anymore, but like action figures or like, oh, God, you should open My Little Pony toys. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. There's, there's toys you can open. I'd rather just like eat donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you totally could. I know, And then we'd start a Patreon for you, <laughs> and you would get paid to eat donuts. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. That, let's get that fucking ball rolling. I won't say anything. I'll just sit there and eat just donuts. Eat, and then just like hold up the different one and be like, and then set it down and then hold up a different one and then set it down and then hold up like a long, like the, the chocolate bar. The long and John. That's, you know, seductive nod that you do. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. yeah that you're doing. Um, okay, moving on. On that note, on yeah. uh, talking about donuts. <laughs> you can tell that we are not... Uh, I got my mind on my donuts and my donuts on my mind. <laughs> Actually, I think even before we started eating this way, which is, we'll get into this, and that's the whole point of this episode. I guess that's our fucked up way of introducing this episode is be like talking about donuts. But even before we, we started eating this way, you always had your mind on your donuts. Like there was never a time when you're like, you know what? No, I could not eat a donut right now. I I could totally pass on a donut. I told Porter, if you ever want to trick me into, not necessarily trick me, but if you ever want to get me to do something that I would normally not want to do, just promise me donuts. Yeah. It's like taking a dog to the vet. Like we're going to go to the park. And then they get the car and you're like, fuck you. We're going to the vet. Yeah, but you would actually have to, like, give me a donut. You couldn't just say, we're going to get donuts, right. and then we show up at, like, the DMV. What, what, <laughs> what was it that we talked about where you're like, well, can I have donuts? Voting. I, voting, yeah. <laughs> and then there were no donuts. Or no voting. Yes. Um, and I was sad. Because of the voting? Because of the no donuts. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so... Ash, why don't you introduce our topic? Tell tell these kind folks what we're talking about today. We are talking about dieting. <laughs> Dieting's the devil. Podcat. Podcat's the Quit devil. It. <laughs> His little meow. I mean, but I feel like more specifically, like dieting in re- and relationships. Dieting in relationships. In relationships, but I feel like to. Because that word is like has a kind of a nasty connotation. Because I I don't know that what we're are, are you considering what we're doing right now a diet? No, but I can't say we're talking about lifestyle choices because <laughs> that has eighteen thousand meanings. Yeah, yeah. Eating habits. So just to kind of clear up the mystery, um, through Ash's work, she got a wicked good discount on a program called profile profile by sanford mm-hmm. and basically it's kind of like weight watchers it's also kind of like it's like a meal pr- planning service so yeah so we went in and we met with the coach and they weighed us and we answered some health questions and stuff and they said okay what are your, your weight loss goals what are you in this for like what are you trying to accomplish we told them all these things answered these questions 
And then based off of those answers and the time frames and stuff that we had to set up, they put us on a very, very strict um, plan. Yeah, meal plan, like eating schedule. Yeah. And so you can kind of, you know, and, and obviously it's up to you how closely you want to follow it, but it's regular, it's food you picked from a list of foods that you want to eat, but it's also subsidized by their proprietary uh, shakes and bars and stuff. Yeah. You know, so drinks. So, yeah, the same as like Slim Fast. Right. I think Weight, Weight Watchers, Watchers does their own meals and stuff like that and too. so essentially it's it's similar in that they tell you how many points you get um no well no i mean but they tell you like they say macros but it's not point based no I, and i was attempting to clarify okay. myself but yeah so i was gonna say it's similar in that instead of like points where like a meal consists of x number of points or a food consists of x number of points you get like for lunch they'll tell you you can have like a starch a fat, um, a protein, protein dairy. whatever, dairy. And then you check your list, and then there are things that you can say, okay, these things are on the list of fats that I can have. Cheese is a fat that I can have, and it's three-quarters of an ounce. Yeah, butter. So that's my fat. Or oil, I can have, like, a teaspoon of butter. That's my fat. Peanut butter, mayonnaise. And so you pick your – you create your own meals based off of these – the items on each list. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, because I'm a fat ass and I'm trying to lose more weight, fat ass. my meal plan is significantly restricted. So, for lunch, for breakfast, I get a shake. For my snack of the day, after immediately after Your breakfast, first my first snack, I get a shake. And then for lunch, <laughs> I get a shake. As well as, and this is exciting, a fat, a fat, so I can get three quarters of an ounce of cheese, mm-hmm. as well as two cups of a vegetable. Oh yeah, oh god, the vegetables. Yeah, the vegetables are kicking our ass. We have to eat four cups of vegetables a day. Fuck that noise. I before this, I don't think I ate four cups of vegetables a in week. a week. Yeah, and it's been really hard because you're like, okay, well, I'll just eat a shitload of carrots. Well, for me. Evidently, carrots are starchy or carbohydrate or something. Sugary. sugary. Fuck, I don't know. But they only say I can have a half a cup of carrots a day. Same with green beans. You can only Same have with green half beans, a cup which of I love green beans. And so for my... And they also make you have two of your four cups have to be cooked. So you so can't, can't just eat... have like, go get a veggie tray and call it good. Yeah. So you have to have cooked veggies as well. So, And who eats broccoli without cheese on it anyway? And I can't have cheese unless it's dinner. So I have to eat raw, like. You can have it for lunch because you oh, can have Oh, if I ate fat. my cheese, yes, that's true. So I can have cheesy broccoli for lunch and cheesy broccoli for dinner. But one well, thing that I've loved about this, and I'm rambling now, so I apologize, is it's kind of forced us, mostly Ash, because she does most of the meal prep because she's fucking fantastic. But it's kind of forced us to be a little bit more creative with the food choices that we we have. Like, yeah. we're given these very very strict constraints but then it's just like okay let's try and come up with something edible and and so we're not eating the same shit every day and ash has really like blown the roof off with the the creative meals that she's come up with i'm way way impressed with how she's able to create dinners for both of us with these constraints like delicious delicious meals so my hat's off to you ash thanks yeah tonight i i went a little out of the box and you you stopped like halfway through your day. So 
there's three meals and three snacks that we each get. And you're, after lunch, this is the most exciting part of the day for both of us. Our second snack of the day is when we get a bar, like a protein bar, and this little fiber drink. The fiber drink tastes exactly like Kool-Aid. It's delicious. Yeah. It's probably straight sugar. Yeah. And then our bar, it's just like your typical fiber bar. So you can... It's not bad, though. Like, I don't... Or not fiber bar, the protein bar. Yeah. But it's like... Dislike it. If you have, like, heard of, like, the one bars or whatever, they have, like, kind of the same fancy flavors, like Porter Cho's a glazed sugar cookie is his bar, and my bar is... Um, chocolate, caramel, pecan. So that's the highlight of our day is now, get these snacks. And here's the interesting thing is that with these shakes that I drink every day, multiple times a day, as well as the bar, I can honestly say that I have never once looked on the back of the box to look at like nutrition facts. No. So I have no idea. Like protein, sugars, carbs. I've looked at the I have sugars. no idea what they're, they're having me put in my body. I'm just blindly going along with it. So... I'm all like gung ho trying to lose weight, and then they're giving me these like sugar bars or these sugar cookie bars, and I have no idea what's in them. It could be like Mean Girls, where it's like a, (laughs) and I'm just like, well, I'm not losing any weight, and like, well, just keep paying us money, and eventually you will. (laughs) And I'm just getting watching my ass get bigger. But whoa, did you hear my throat? (laughs) Was that yours? I thought it was mine. It's my throat. Oh man. So anyway, that's we we just. More importantly than what we're doing, because we're not trying to sell you shit. Like, obviously, um, it's just something that we're doing. Um, I'm sure we'd actually get, like, people would probably make fun of us more than be like, yeah, I want to buy that, too. Because it's one of those, like, I feel like no matter what type of diet or food lifestyle choices you're making, someone always has an opinion. Yeah. So, well, especially if anything that involves like shakes and bars and buying stuff, it immediately sends off those flags like MLM, like, hey, I have these like, yeah, you Shakeology. know, protein shakes that you should buy. And immediately, people are like, I'm good, yeah. So, and the thing that I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks or if they say we're wasting our money, if it's getting us to get our asses in line and to find something that works that we're able to stick with, then that's worth it to pay the money. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like I know people that do build their own nutrition plans and like read books and get online and figure shit out and they can tell you all kind, you know, they're, they're practically a nutritionist, but without the, the title, but that's just not us. No. And I've tried and it's all well and good at the beginning. And then we give up really fast. And so having somebody tell me, and we have to be accountable, like we keep a log that we'll, and we meet with a coach every week. So we have to go in for weigh-ins on Thursday. And, and show, our scale. Oh, that's right. Our scale at home connects to their, their system. So every time we weigh ourselves, it sends it. them our weights, mm-hmm. which is why I don't weigh myself. <laughs> and um, our like body fat percentage and right. all that stuff. And so it holds me accountable. We have to, we have to create a log, but more than anything, like it helps me understand like, and as I start to learn more about the the system and kind of become educated that way, but it helps me actually make conscious decisions about what I eat and be like, okay, instead of just like, I'm going to eat this thing of broccoli, be like, wait, this is broccoli smothered in cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I really like? 
yeah, it's broccoli, but am I actually getting any type of benefit from this? Yeah. You know, and like we've had pizza a couple times at the house or one we had pizza tonight over because my my parents and daughter were over and Ash's dad was at the house. And so we bought them pizza for helping us out with some shit in the yard. And we didn't obviously eat any. But having done this just for a couple of days, like I looked at that and I immediately was like questioning, like, okay, you know, between the cheese that's on there, the bread and everything else, like you, you just become as we've had to, to divvy out and section out our, our meals. It, it's just made me more aware of what we eat, I guess. Well, more even, conscious of yeah. it. I went and bought um, a bunch of like frozen vegetables the other day when we were first starting. And cause we're, we're both picky and we don't eat a ton of vegetables. Yeah, we don't eat tomatoes or onions or you like cucumbers. Oh yeah. Kind of. I won't eat cucumbers. But I mean there's celery. There's a lot of a lot of vegetables that we don't like and so we're trying to broaden our horizons and they have a lot of cool stuff now, like these pastas that are made with like just one hundred percent veggies, like that actually tastes like pasta and not just like the zucchini that's spiralized or whatever which i'm sure like it's not as good for you as that stuff but even buying stuff like that to mix it up you know getting home and looking at the label we're like oh this has too much fat in it we can't eat this this has too many carbohydrates we can't eat this or whatever and so i mean i i like that it's teaching us and that's one of the main reasons yeah i wanted to do this i wanted to teach myself how to make these good decisions because we have a baby. I want to teach him good habits from yeah. a very young age. And the best way to do that is by example. And I want to learn what to put in my body to fuel it, not just what to mindlessly eat. Yeah. So, so, so that kind of goes along with what I was saying a little bit before is I think the point of this podcast was less to talk about like what we're eating right now. Um, even though like, so I'm a big guy and I'm normally like a 2000 like calorie minimum. Like that's like the least amount of food that I would ever think to eat in a day. And they have me down to like 1100 calories a day. Yeah. So you can imagine like I'm just withering away. I'm just starving <laughs> myself to death. First world problems, right? They're not giving me enough food to mm -hmm. eat. But I think that the more more important than why, what we're doing is the why. And this is kind of what Ash was talking about with with couples and with this, these weight loss goals that people have. Um, and I think that it goes back to the why that we're doing it. And Ash made a good point in saying that, you know, we have this baby and, you know, I have my daughter that watches what we eat, you know, and they're, these kids and the next one are going to grow up paying attention to that and like what we eat, they'll eat. And I think that it's good, you know, now that we're adults <laughs> to, to actually start pretending like we're adults and, and acting like it and trying to set this example, but then also so that we can be around and be healthy to, to play with them and, and interact with them as they get older. Yeah. And obviously to look good naked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's a given. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. And for other like health reasons, like I'm not even 30 yet and I'm starting to get arthritis in my knees 
and I'm, I think both of us are just kind of lethargic, no energy. And so some of these things we always talk about wanting to fix. And this was kind of the kick in the ass that we needed to, to kind of make this like abrupt lifestyle change. And so far everyone's been cool about it. We haven't had anyone be a total dick and tell us how stupid we are. So, well, and we altered my birthday plans. We were planning on doing, you know, a couple of different things for my birthday. And then we started this and we're like, no, we can't do any of those things because we can't eat. So instead of having cheat meals to accommodate cultural expectations, I guess we just decided we'll just not have the party. Yeah. Um, which I think like is, is a downer. Like it's a bummer. But I also think like knowing myself and my proclivity to just like indulge that I have to kind of right now take an all or nothing attitude. Otherwise, it's super easy to slip. Like watching people eat pizza tonight at the house. I fucking love pizza. Like I could just eat like an entire like Papa John's pizza, like no problem. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I was like, oh, I just I'll have a bite of someone's pizza. Like I'll have a bite of Ellie's pizza or I'll eat a slice by myself. I knew that it would not be a slice that it would be like two slices, yeah, you know, or three. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, why have I been starving myself for the past four days if I'm just going to throw that away for a couple slices of pizza? And then think about that. Like the thing I've learned about doing any type of dieting before is if you like give yourself a cheat meal or whatever cheat food, it's not like, yeah, it tastes great in that moment, but afterwards you feel guilty, you hate yourself for it, and most of the time you feel like shit because your body's not used to the, that type of food anymore, and so it just makes you sick. Yeah. So. Well, so Ash, we put out a, a survey, and we didn't get a ton of results, and I'm not entirely sure why, but Ash, we put something out on our Facebook at the This Is Marriage support group, and Ash put something out on her um, Instagram, and we didn't get a ton of, of feedback and maybe it's just because people are hesitant to talk about their weight or talk about their diets or whatever. <laughs> but we had someone, Michael, commented, and you know what? Screw you, Michael. I hate you. <laughs> anyway. Don't step on the computer. He says, family. the only diet my wife and I ever tried was pizza and beer seems to do the trick. <laughs> and I'm just like, I hate people with like a naturally <laughs> like high metabolism. I and know. just like, Like my little brother, my younger brother, can kind of eat whatever the hell he wants and just always has a six pack. Like he's just always fit no matter what. Yeah. And I'm like, I even think about eating like fat food or bad food and I immediately put on weight. Here's the movie quote of the night. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say the movie beforehand. So we're not trying to be like, Hoo-hoo, what movie was that? Like on big daddy, when Adam Sandler is talking to the little boy and he's like, Oh, I wish I had metabolism. I ate a cupcake and my ass jiggles for a week. <laughs> so, yes. That's true. That That's how I true. feel. Um, but he goes on to say, in all honesty, no, we haven't tried any real diets outside of HelloFresh. And he made a very good point of saying, where is our HelloFresh sponsorship? We haven't talked about HelloFresh in a while. Because they're dead to us. But, Just yeah. kidding. We can't eat them right now anyways. But I think we did find that we ate better with HelloFresh. Like, it kept our portions in control. That was kind of, like, 
the intro to our it was our gateway yeah. drug <laughs> to better to better eating yeah. so michael yeah no i totally agree like i think that that you know if you can afford it and you can kind of edge that in and it does you know provides you what you need because it offers like portion control and it it forces you to eat certain things that as opposed to you just like being like oh, i don't know what we're having for dinner tonight yeah let's have cereal macaroni and cheese and dinosaur chicken nuggets and the, i know i keep going back to our thing which is not like entirely what this is about that's one of the biggest things for me is i am i need lists i like crave lists and so if i don't have a plan if i don't have a list telling me what i need to do like when i go to the grocery store if i don't remember my shopping list then i just wander around aimlessly like i guess i'm just gonna buy 17 things of oreos because i don't know why the fuck i'm here (laughs) um and the same for dinner if i don't have like a meal plan then i'm screwed every single night Well, it's the dreaded too. question. I'm, what I'm do you want to do so, for dinner? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Especially if we're out running errands or whatever else. I guess like, we'll just get... Let's just stop. Let's just drive through somewhere. Yeah. And so then we're not only eating shit, but we're also spending money that we don't necessarily have. And I'm the same way with lunches. Like, if I'm out and about, because I still don't have a job. So if I'm at home and I'm out and about running errands or at meetings, you know, or, or downtown... And somebody says, and it could be anybody, it could be some random person on the street I hear talking on the phone say, hey, let's meet for lunch. I'm all, fuck yeah, random dude walking down the street. I'm going to go out for lunch. <laughs> You're watching a TV show and they're like, hey, you want to get lunch? You're like, yes, I do. Fact, yes, I do. <laughs> I will and... meet you in Seattle, Dr. Gray. <laughs> How did you know I watch Gray's Anatomy when you're not home? Um, I see the Netflix. No. Oh. Um no but i really like i am and it's easy to go to lunch and um with one of the jobs that i do we go out to we have lunch to there's a bar next door to their their work and we'll have a couple beers with lunch and so then i'm not only spending money on food that's probably not very healthy for me i'm also you know adding a couple beers on top of that at lunch and then coming home and having a couple beers and cocktails so i wonder why it took me this long to like start to identify so many of these bad habits. Like why did we have to pay all this money to go to this company for them, for me to finally stop and like look at my shit and be like, Hmm, I'm making bad choices. Well, that's why I said we both needed a drastic kick in the ass to, to make it happen. Um, so the questions I asked, um, and I was just kind of spitballing, uh, I was asking, have you have you tried to diet while in a relationship? If so, has it been successful? Why or why not? Um, during this time, was your partner supportive? Did it end up affecting your relationship? Did it cause jealousy or questioning, thinking that maybe your partner had ulterior motives for wanting to lose weight? Um, and then, like, did their behavior change? Did they like outgrow you yeah. or turn into this like new cocky confident person? Oh man, I feel um, like I've got a lot to. Lots and to yeah, say about like these. I said, did they did it cause resentment with the the dieter or the other? Per- I was gonna say diety, but that's <laughs> like the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, did it cause resentment for the person who wasn't losing the weight? Turn your fucking phone Sorry. on silent. I thought it was. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. 
So, uh, I mean, I don't really have any experience. I mean, you more so than I do. Yeah. I've never, I mean, you and I have tried, and I hate the word diet. Yeah. But there's not a better way to say it. You can just to say losing weight. We have tried losing weight. We've tried eating better. But it, it's not even always about the weight. Yeah. And I hate, because like, I'm thin. I hate when I I hate saying diet or losing weight because then I get people to look at me that's like, you don't need to fucking lose any weight. So I, I hate saying it like that because I know I'm not one of those like crazy girls who's like, I'm so fat and disgusting in my tiny body. I need to lose 30 billion pounds. Like I know I don't need to lose weight, but I want to be healthier right. and I want to make better choices. And I, want to feel more confident about myself yeah so i've never really had a relationship other than like we've tried to do meal planning and stuff so i know you have more experience so i'm just gonna you know hand the hand the reins over to you when you were when you were like living out at your dad's or on your own for the first little bit you were like a diehard gym goer and but I was We're, never in a relationship. No, but I'm just talking about like your relationship with food because yeah. you you brought your own meals like to family dinners and like yeah. you did the food the meal prep and stuff like that. And so I will say, so one of the when I was doing some research because I actually did research for oh this one. Oh my god! Um, so I got a lot of like articles that were either one side or the other, either saying. Um, losing weight or dieting in your relationship is going to compromise your relationship because it means that the person losing weight is trying to look sexy to get back in the dating world. Like they're doing it to cheat. But then there's other people or, you know, other articles that, you know, said the opposite where the, your, you're not succeeding in your diet because you're comfortable in your relationship and that means you're happy. So I don't, it was kind of all over the place, but the, the ones that I thought that were, that were uh, most interesting to me were the ones that say, were saying if your partner is losing weight, don't get flattered because it's not for you. And I'm not saying that this goes hand in hand because it doesn't correlate whatsoever. But when I was at the end of my last relationship, I made the decision on my own to start going to the gym. And that kind of in turn brought on healthy eating habits because I was working hard at the gym. I didn't want to throw it all away by eating shit during the day. And my boyfriend at the time never ever went to the gym or never I mean I guess he did sometimes but we never ever went to the gym as a couple or it was just kind of my thing like I would wake up super early while he was still asleep and I'd go to the gym and it was one of those things where I don't even remember why I started going to the gym it wasn't like oh my god I need to lose weight or I need to tone up or anything like that so I don't know, I don't remember why it happened, but I just remember like, I just kind of lost a shitload of weight, 
which I, relatively speaking, um, and you know, I was eating really healthy. I was starting to get, you know, this, a lot of confidence. And I, I don't know if, and I'm kind of like having an epiphany right now as I'm <laughs> sitting here. I don't know I, if I like, can almost like see like the light bulb <laughs> going on, like as you're talking, your facial expressions are like, well, wait a minute. Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't know if like this newfound confidence and like love for myself and like my body and everything helped me leave this toxic oh, relationship shit. Yeah. because so, like you like subconsciously like you deserve better. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You'd been abused for so long that you were like, finally like, no, I I'm out. Yeah. Because it was, it was a month or two in maybe a little bit more. I don't remember what month I started like going to the gym, but it was, you know, a couple months after that, when I was finally just like, uh, I'm kind of done with this. This is kind of bullshit. And I think I'm going to bounce. So, but no, it's for what these articles are saying. I did not start working out with the intention to leave him to find someone else. See, and that's interesting because in my previous marriage, that is when things started to go downhill you know, pretty rapidly is she was losing a ton of the baby weight and I wasn't really on board. And I started to be towards the end, um, towards the end, you know, going to the gym and stuff, but it was like too little too late at that point. And, but it was, it was kind of like similar to what you were saying. Ash is like, I, I imagine there was a lot more confidence that came from, from that. Like I'm, you know, buying better clothes. I'm looking, I'm getting comp, you know, possibly getting compliments from the opposite sex. And so, all of those things snowballed and my weight was actually a consideration in, in her unhappiness and why she left. And so I would say no, that I don't think that she was losing weight with the intent to leave and then be, you know, start, you know, going out. But I think that her, the existing unhappiness, kind of like you said, the existing unhappiness compounded with that new sense of, self-esteem and confidence and compliments from other people kind of gave rise to this. Why am I stuck in a shitty relationship? I deserve better. So this is something I'm just thinking about. Um, so you said you started going to the gym like towards the end before she left. Was it something that it like was an issue that was like talked about between the two of you? Cause no. I didn't think no, that it was you were never like heavy. No, I was, I I wasn't as heavy as I am now, but I wear it better now than I did, if that makes sense. It's because you have a beard. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. No, I really like. But I, I think that there I look was, at like old pictures yeah. of you and you, you held weight in your face. Yeah. But I also think that there's a difference between like depressed weight and like content, like relationship weight. Yeah. And I'm not, de I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Like my depression kind of comes and goes, but I'm not, I don't think. It's not like an I'm unhappy. Chronically unhappy. Like depressed and unhappy, I think this could be a whole other episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I think those two are conflated often where people mistake ha unhappiness, which is a mind state. I think that you can you choose to be unhappy Yeah. versus depressed where it's, it's biology. It's yeah. chemistry, right? So 
Thank you for that clarification. I was unhappy and I was going through bouts of depression as well, but I don't feel like my weight, I, I feel like I'm, I carry it better now than I did. Maybe I'm stronger, you know, cause I have, I did do a bunch of gym mm-hmm. in the interim. And so maybe there, it just looks different on my frame. I don't know. Cause I don't feel as bad about myself now, even though I'm heavier now than when with that divorce. So why did you feel worse about yourself weighing less? I think it was because now. I mean, was it? It was part. Of, it was mostly her reaction to it. Which was what? Like you're disgusting. I don't want to have anything to do with you. I'm embarrassed to introduce you to my friends. And she would say that to you? No, I read it in her journal. <laughs> yeah, that just makes me sad. So. So yeah, I would imagine that that. So would... it was, and then you know you get in that state, and so it's not apples to apples. Well, I mean, what I mean is, it's not like in that relationship. It's not like where one person is like, "Hey, I'm doing this to bring us up together." Like any time that you have been on a kick and you're like, "I'm in a meal plan," it's it's for both of us. It's not like, "Well, I'm gonna eat this. You can go fuck yourself." Yeah. I'm gonna go to the gym, but I don't care. You know about you. It's always been like, I'm going to do these things for us. And so you've always kind of had approached it with like, are your weight goals or your fitness goals or health goals are our health goals as a couple? Yeah. Well, and I've always tried, and I don't know if it's because of what you've told me about your past. Um, I've never wanted to badger you or force you into something because no matter what it is, with starting something or quitting something, if you f- are forced into it, it's never going to happen. Right. If it you don't want to do it for yourself, it's not going to happen. And that was actually on one of the the, stu- the studies, I guess, that I found. So I kind of always approached it as I'm going to be I'm I'm going to create I'm going to be the leader. Yeah. And hope that you will. Yeah, that I can lead by. And you've example. always been great with that. You've always been a great example, and like, hey, this is what I'm making. Do would you like me to make dinner for you too? Yeah, and so and this... I'm always like, yeah, don't you don't need to worry about that. Like, I'm gonna eat whatever you put in front of me. And so this one was saying that, um, for the most part, couples in which one partner had dropped thirty or more pounds within like a two year time frame, most couples said their relationships were positive and they were getting positive results from both parties in the relationship. But there's a small number who the person who lost weight began to badger the other person into doing the same. And so you're kind of feeling yeah. threatened. Yeah. I, or I would say that was absolutely like the case. That. She dropped a lot of weight in a very short amount of time. And my efforts, like I said before, were just, it was too little too late. You know, I wasn't on board. Yeah. I I feel like I was supportive, but not in like a supportive, like with you, like, yeah, if this is what we're doing, I'm in it. Let's eat together. You know, I was like supportive, like great job. Go to the gym. I'll watch the kid, but not supportive. And like, oh, you're doing a 5k. I'm going to run it with you. Yeah. It was like, cool. Go do you. I'm You're going to the gym in the morning or are you going to go run this like half marathon? You want to go to India? Go to India. India. It was always me just like, 
yeah, cool. I'm I'm happy to help in whatever way I can, but I'm not going to do it with you. Right. So I think there was that resentment. I think and then that's exactly what you said. Like I think it developed that resentment even further than the unhappiness that was already there just kind of multiplied by like, why do I want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't share my health and fitness aspirations? Yeah. And, um, I feel like you see that a lot and it can hurt the relationship where you get one person who is super into fitness and super into eating healthy and meal planning and doing these races or CrossFit or it's usually some type of like extreme yeah. fitness. It's not just like, oh, I like to go to the gym sometime, but right. it's like, oh, I'm an avid marathon runner or I do mud runs or Spartan races or right. whatever. I feel like most of the time their spouse is in some way that same lifestyle where yeah. they may not do as big of races, but they still like to do CrossFit sure. or whatever. They'll go to the gym with them and work out yeah. together. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's uh it's it's been it's been great, I think, doing this and it, we haven't even been to a full week yet. We're almost to a full week. But it's been really, really good just to have like you and I on the same page and going through these motions together and you know it's it's not like with that moment like on the the teen mom that we were watching, another teen mom reference. I know guys, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even I'm awful. Anyway, <laughs> He's, he was going to say, I'm not even sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Where the one, the one girl was, was trying to eat better, was trying to lose some weight. And she was eating some nasty looking like soggy spinach, chicken meal or some shit that just looked awful. And then her husband comes in with like burgers and fries for her, for him and her daughter. And like shakes. And like, shakes he and went shit. All out. And she's just sitting there like eating her like chicken and he's eating these like just full on everything. And I was just like, this situation is impossible. Like, I don't, I don't know who you are. If you can live in this world and still stay fit when you're a spouse. And it wasn't even like a subtle, like, Hey, I'm going to eat outside or I'm going to eat. I'm not going to bring it home. I'm mm -hmm. just going to go out to eat. It was like right in her face. Yeah. Almost like taunting her with, it. I was like, you're a dick. But you know, with you and I being on the same page, I think it's made so much difference. And I think that we're growing as a couple because of it. Like we're both we're bonding over we're it, bonding over it. And we're both kind of going self-esteem wise at the same pace. And we're just like, we're able to cheer each other on and like celebrate each other's victories. Yeah. Which we haven't really had any victories <laughs> yet, but I'm sure there'll be victories. Yeah. But, and I, I should note that, and I, this is always the case. Well, not always, but almost always the case where her husband was this very thin guy and she was, you know, a bigger girl. I don't, yeah. She wasn't like some huge fat. So, but you know, to the point where she felt she needed to lose weight and she wanted to. And I, I feel like I hear this a lot where he's not being supportive in the fact that, oh, I don't need to lose weight, so I'm not going to eat what you're eating, but I'm still going to eat this in front of you. But then he'll say, I think you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need to lose any weight. And I don't feel like that's being supportive either because if you're with somebody and they're saying, I'm not happy with how I look, 
even if you don't agree with it, I feel like part of being supportive is to support them to yeah. getting healthier. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Um, and that kind of brings me to another article that I was reading saying that it's, even if you're doing something like this together, it can get... It can be hard on your relationship, especially if it's like a, you know, a man and a woman relationship because men biologically lose more weight than women. It's easier for men to lose weight than it is for women just based on our biology. And it can be really hard if you start the same diet and then all of a sudden your husband, your boyfriend drops 10 pounds and you're like cool I dropped one or they just like weight falls off them and you you can't lose any weight you know that can be super frustrating and it's this is something that we've never done until now when I would cook for us I would for the most part give us equal portions and so you're a lot bigger than me you require more calories not according Probably. to this company. <laughs> well, fuck my research then. Well, no, I. But I'm saying I. Anyway, proceed. I'm. I'm what sorry. What company? The profile. The, oh, I thought you. Well, it's because you're trying to lose weight, and I'm right. not. No, I'm. I'm. I was joking because oh, they I thought cut, you. They you cut were, my calories so far down compared to what you're eating. Well, I'm also on the mom plan. I'm breastfeeding right. still. Yeah, so you're feeding. You're eating for two. I thought you like meant you looked something no, up just now and you're no. like, fuck your research. No, I'm sorry. Continue with your research. Anyways. So like, and I don't, I don't know if this is been what's happened in our relationship or if it's just because we're lazy and we make poor eating choices, but you get in a relationship with someone and you, if I'm always eating the same amount as you, I'm obviously going to gain weight right. because I require less calories than you do. Right. And if I'm eating the same portions of you, that's too many calories for me. So um, another thing that I read that can make it hard is if someone is like, uh, I think I'm going to be vegan. And you're like, I fucking love meat and cheese. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you, crazy person? That's um, a pretty dramatic, like, compare, like, life change. Yeah. Or, like, uh, it, it doesn't even have to be, like, by choice, but it's like, oh, I'm deathly allergic to shellfish. And it's like, that's my favorite food. So it's, I guess this article is, like, saying how it can be hard to be trying to be on the same page. Or I guess if even if you want to pursue a healthy lifestyle together, it can be hard if you're, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just don't listen to me. Um, let's see. So back on you, let's see. I think you answered most of my questions. 
I would say because your final ones like did their weight loss change their behavior? I would say absolutely, it totally did. And did weight loss cause any resentment? And I would also you say said, yeah. yes, absolutely, it totally did. So when she was losing weight, you said you didn't think that it was like purposely to look for the next best yeah. thing. Did you ever get suspicious? Mm-mm. No. No, it wasn't until obviously like the end was the end within the last two or three months, four months, where I started to like get suspicious and be like, wait a minute. Like, and it wasn't, it had nothing to do with her weight loss. Like it was just, there was other behavior changes and other things going on. Yeah. Um, but really, to be honest, it wasn't until, um, uh, I would say the last two months, May, June, July, where I was like, something's going on. Like this is atypical behavior. So, um cool yeah so ash what would you say would be like some takeaways from tonight's podcast for Mm -hmm. those who have made it this far (laughs) i'm not done oh oh proceed but i mean if you just want to like just phase me out that's fine No, you had kind of like did like the so like sounded like a a conclusion i'm I'm switching all right hey paces hey or whatever that phrase is (laughs) horses horses I don't know. What? <laughs> I gotta switch horses. This one's well, that's getting a, that's tired. That's a saying. You don't change horses mid race. Oh well. So, um, I don't know if she wants me to say your don't, name or not. If she, if you, if you're questioning it, don't say it. Okay. So, one of our listeners responded to um, the questions, and I I wanted to bring this one up. So she was saying she tried so many diets. Um, mostly they were crash diets, which no one in their fucking life can have like a successful crash diet. Um, I've always tried crash diets that weren't something I could maintain. As of late, I just learned to have a more healthy relationship with food, which is something that we talked about, which is like one of the main reasons. We wanted to do this. Yeah, I love the idea, and I just heard it on a podcast today. The idea of eating for fuel and not for fun or entertainment. Like, yeah, that's food, what I told our coach. Yeah, food is fuel. That's it. I don't. I want to change my Fish relationship. Fish friends, not food. <laughs> I want to change our relationship <laughs> with food so that we see it as like an energy source and not like as a way to pass the time or, or an activity. As an activity, you're like, yeah. hey, I'm bored. I should eat food. Yeah. Um, she said, my partner has been supportive at times and other times not so much. He doesn't struggle with weight, so he doesn't understand why or how this is an issue for me, which is what I was just saying, where it's usually one person in the relationship is naturally thin or they just don't have a sweet tooth. And so for whatever reason, weight is not an issue for them right. as it is for the other person. And so they're not going to they're never on the same page where it's not going to be a priority for you like it is your spouse. And so it's just right off the bat, it's hard to to have that, that same goal or lifestyle or even like mentality with food. Um, and so 
she said it has absolutely affected our relationship to the point where we were talking about divorce about a year ago, all due to my weight. She said, my husband isn't shallow by any means, but my weight has been a point of contention because he wants, he wants better for me, which it's kind of not something you would assume when you'd say, Oh, my weight almost. Yeah caused a divorce well, I, I feel like there was more to it than that like wasn't he weren't there criticisms and jabs and kind of wasn't he kind of harsh in some ways with the way that he talked to her about her weight i don't think like it less was, than supportive uh i don't i think it was more of like a like a tough love oh okay like i'm gonna say this because you need it and i yeah, because he doesn't seem the type that would be like a prick about it. Like I've known dudes that were like, would go home, you know, to their wife and be like, "If you don't lose like ten pounds immediately, like I'm divorcing your fat ass." Like, yeah. were very, very like cruel and harsh. Oh yeah, there's plenty of dudes like that. Out and there. or I women. I mean, it's yeah. not just one sided. And I don't. I never picture him as being that that guy. So that I'm glad to know here that it wasn't like yeah that, that wasn't the relationship. No, she said. Um, it was super hard to hear that my weight was a problem, but I'm glad it all came out. And that just kind of brings back our, I mean, we talk about this all the time, like how important communication is in a relationship. And I think with like your relationship, if she would have been honest with you and said, Hey, this is an issue for me. And I don't, I feel like if that's an issue, I know that's a sensitive subject, but uh, like when I have talked to you about it, it was never like, Hey, I'm so vain and you're making me look bad. You need to lose some pounds fatty. It's always been, Hey, I can see that you are unhappy with your weight and it's affecting your life. I want the best for you. How can we fix this? What can I do to help you? So, I mean, not everyone is going to be, willing to make a dramatic lifestyle choice right. for their spouse and i don't i don't feel like that's necessarily a responsibility that you need to take on just because you're married but i mean there's there's numerous ways to be supportive and i feel like him just saying like hey i know this hurts but i i want what's best for you i want right you to be happy i want you to be healthy so i'm gonna yeah. say this and it might be harsh but I'm saying it out of love and um, but yeah if I mean just think if he had never said anything yeah. and just like harbored those feelings and then one day it's just like fuck it I'm out yeah yeah. no that, that makes a lot of sense I mean obviously I'm glad that she didn't say those things to you because you'd still be <laughs> if she potentially had to resolve it married still yeah but. as opposed to having to find out like via <laughs> you know some clandestine <laughs> activity well and it's interesting when i said i wear it differently or wear it better because like my pant size and my shirt size were all much bigger than they are now uh-huh. but my weight is more which maybe means i have more muscle than yeah. i did maybe i'm more muscly which is why i carry it better you're just bulky yeah you're swole <laughs> as the kids say yeah well, baby, we're we're we've reached our hour mark. Do you have a couple things that you want to add in there? Um, I guess just on like a 
serious note that, I mean, I kind of just talked about this, but I just want to, I guess, reiterate that weight is one of those things that's a very, very, very sensitive subject, and you have to approach it with finesse most of the time, but it's something that if it's an issue in your relationship, whether for like personal reasons, like, Oh, I'm embarrassed of how you've quote, let yourself go. Cause that's what people say. You know, you gain weight in a relationship and that means you let yourself go and you don't care about yourself anymore, which isn't the case always, but that's the saying on the streets nowadays. Um, if it's affecting you or if it's affecting your spouse or if it's affecting both of you and you don't want it to anymore, I mean, just talk about it. Yeah. Just yeah, open I think it's, the especially if it's affecting your mental health. Like if you're finding that you're depressed or unhappy about it, then yeah, it definitely should be an open, an open conversation. Don't yeah. harbor. If it's affecting your relationship at all, even if you feel like a vain asshole because of it. Like you can't control what you feel. And if you have those feelings, then it should be a conversation. Otherwise you're just going to harbor your feelings. And then that just leads to resentment and resentment doesn't lead to anything good in relationships. So podcasts over here getting restless. Yeah. He's spread Eagle on the table. Like pet me. Well, I, guys, I hope this has been beneficial to you. I know we didn't provide any like actual weight loss tips because we're not those people, and we have no right to like or <laughs> credentials to actually like give suggestions on how to lose weight. Um, different people need more like a kick in the pants than others. We definitely are those people that need to be held accountable. Um, Our coach so- even asked us. How do you, what did yeah, they say? How, how do you, she said, how do you want us to coach you? Like, are you, do you need like more like of like a hands off? So, yeah. Soft nudges or, or and like I was a like, swift kick in the ass. And yeah. we're like, yep. That yep, one. That one. <laughs> so, you know, kind of find what works for you. Um, there is uh keto groups. If you look on the Facebook and stuff, if you're interested in that, I know like it's all the rage right now. A lot of people have, have had really, really good luck with, with keto diets. I think technically you're in ketosis. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I had to pee on a strip or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, whether I'm pregnant or not. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, guys, anyway, this has been, um, oh, if you want to, to, to touch base with us, if you're still listening, um, this is marriage support group on Facebook and Instagram. Well, never mind. I'm just going to stop talking. You just do you (laughs) just do you (laughs) Uh, on Instagram. It's this is marriage podcast. And on our website, if you ever want to like listen to any previous episodes, it's thisismarriagepodcast.com. And find us on the iTunes. Find us on the iTunes. Please, if you like what you hear, rate us, review us, leave us some feedback. You know, the more you tell us, the more we can adjust to to make sure that you're getting what you need out of this podcast. And it's not just Ash and I rambling on and on all night. I um, can't promise that we won't ramble, well, yeah. but will you? we will at least ramble about topics that you want to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So rate review, let us know, give us some feedback, join our support group, please. Um, it's a community. We kind of use it to, to bounce ideas off of, and we kind of source it, you know, use it to, 
um, to get inspiration. So content. Content. Yeah. Please, please join that if you haven't already. And yeah, I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. I'm, I'm sorry. You were yawning <laughs> when you said that. Who are you? I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm Ashley. Okay, guys, this is Marriage Podcast. We love you. Bye. Bye. So oh.